This is Melissa Stewart, welcoming you to an episode of Beyond Brave podcast. Beyond Brave is a chance for us to learn from each other. It's also a time to be courageous by sharing ideas, especially those ideas that are initially less than perfect in the classroom. Lastly, it's a chance to be brave together by boldly embracing a culture of pedagogical inquiry. I would like to welcome Dr. Mark Miles. Mark is finishing his seventh year as the superintendent at Indian Hill Schools. He departs this position to assume the superintendency at Rockwood School District in the St. Louis area and a return to his home state of Missouri. Mark has a long career in education as a social studies teacher, middle school principal, deputy superintendent, and superintendent. Let's start with the basics. Why education and why leadership? Oh, great question. So as I reflect upon my childhood, education has always had a profound impact upon my life. I grew up in Head Start even before my kindergarten experience. And then throughout my schooling years, I felt that my teachers were heroes. I looked up to them. I admired them. They had knowledge and skills that I didn't have. And so I was a sponge. I was constantly absorbing uh, what they were providing. Growing up, I always thought I would be an attorney and work with the law. I had an interest in political science. However, once I graduated, I started teaching middle school and found that I simply loved it. And I have never looked back since that point. Leadership in general is a profound challenge, and I'm always up for a challenge. And so early on, I had colleagues and my own administrators that I reported to encouraging me to seek a role in educational leadership. And so I've been provided significant opportunities in great places to work and learn. And so I've had some significant mentors throughout the years that have guided me in that direction. And I think ultimately, I enjoy learning. I enjoy leading. I enjoy serving. And so education has just been a natural fit for me. Today was the day that the seniors walked through the school to celebrate their graduation. So they went through the primary, the elementary, the middle school, and high school in their caps and gowns and received accolades for their accomplishment. After they walked out, I turned to one of the teachers and said, do we not have the best job in the world? It's just one of those times. It is. The opportunity to make a difference in the life of a child, it's a gift. Yeah that keeps on giving every single day. Our students bring in significant knowledge and skills every day. They also bring in challenges. And we have that opportunity as educators to guide, mentor, and coach them. And hopefully we're making a very positive difference in their lives each and every day. And that walkthrough for our graduates is a culminating experience for them And also for the younger students, they get to see those older students as role models, and it just provides hope for them. What do you think are the most pressing issues in education at this time? Well, I think there are many pressing issues in education. We have a constantly evolving way in which we evaluate districts and schools, classrooms, and teachers. It seems like The way in which the Department of Education evaluates us is constantly evolving. I think that the challenges for our students are numerous as well. They're confronted with issues that we haven't had to confront when we were younger. 
They have social media and all of the challenges that social media poses for them and the regular decisions they have to make in terms of social media. I think that our students have some challenges related to the high expectations that we provide for them and that they impose upon themselves. There's a lot of pressure our kids face in terms of college choices and the expectations that they place upon themselves. Social and emotional learning is a critical issue. Mental health uh, of our students is an important issue for us as well. Those challenges will continue to evolve, and we, in turn, as educators and as a system, must respond to those evolving challenges. I'd like to talk a little further about the idea of how districts are evaluated from the state standpoint. So in the state of Ohio, there have been times that the pendulum towards accountability has swung pretty high. And I am really familiar with your leadership and know that you've been able to look at data as an important part of our evaluation process, but not the only part of our evaluation process, so that there was a balanced approach. Will you talk about how you determined that yourself and then how you shared that as part of the culture of a school district? Well, I think that creating a balanced approach is extremely important. I think in education, learning needs to be fun. So we need to create a climate and a culture of fun and engagement for staff members and our students. We need to be free to take risks, manageable risks, some call that innovation, so that we can try things and potentially fail. But in failing with a certain endeavor, we're able to learn something as well. And it's taking that new learning and applying that to the next project, perhaps. We need to be accountable to our community, to our students, to each other, and academic achievement is extremely important. We have wonderful students that continue to excel inside and outside the classroom, so academics are extremely important. The arts and athletics are as well, because some of our students find their niche even beyond the classroom and that teamwork and that approach beyond the classroom. So we look at a number of academic indicators, even beyond what the Ohio Department of Education expects of us, to determine our success. I think in the Indian Hill School District have a healthy dissatisfaction with the status quo. I believe we provide wonderful educational services for our students, yet we are constantly striving to improve upon those services. One of our values is continuous improvement, but it needs to be a healthy dissatisfaction and approach to the job that we do for our students. Let's talk a little bit about the superintendency. It's sure. a really demanding job. How did you find balance between work and home? Often there's not much balance in the life of a superintendent if one is approaching the job in the right way, I think. You know, I have uh, one student at this point that lives with me at home. It's, it's my daughter, and she's a student here as well. And I have over 2,000 other students at school that are counting on me each and every day to provide great educational experiences. I think one of the keys in balancing time is to look for the joy in every single experience. The job requires work before the school day begins and after the school day ends as well as you look at the number of athletic opportunities our students are engaged in and performing arts events. I take great joy in seeing our students perform and compete. So I think that's part of the creation of balance is in some ways turning work into play. 
I often try to engage with students in some way when I'm at an event. So I think that helps create the balance. One does need some hobbies. I like to walk a lot. I'm a cyclist, not an expert in cycling, but I thoroughly enjoy the opportunity to get out on the road on my bicycle. Every year I try to do a century ride, to ride 100 miles in a single day. I feel my age on those days. Sometimes my knees free up at the end of that. But it's so much fun to get out there and just exercise and think about personal issues, our roles at school. It's just good think time for me when I'm out there walking and cycling. One of our teachers, Ann Kuhn, who is a high school math teacher, has summer plans to ride her bicycle across three states. So, Dr. Miles, she has set the bar high for you. The bar is certainly high. I know (laughs) Anne rides a lot, and she is an expert, in my mind, in cycling and mathematics. So I don't know that I am prepared to meet that high expectation yet, but day by day I'm working on it. The power of yet. Yet. (laughs) What's the most surprising part about being a superintendent? Well, I recognize that the job is demanding. Perhaps the greatest surprise, although I don't know that it's necessarily a surprise, but combining that with a challenge is the nature of competing stakeholder expectations. Based upon any issue or any certain decision, I receive a variety of pieces of feedback. For example, the school calendar. I often say there's no perfect school calendar. We look at the academic needs of our students and staff members, yet there are a variety of ideas about what the calendar should look like, when we should start, when we should end, when we should have breaks, when we should have professional development. And so one of the surprises and challenges is being able to take all those pieces of feedback and try to craft a decision that is best for our students. It's difficult, not pleasing all of the people all of the time, but I recognize that is a reality of the position as well. That is perhaps the challenge of leadership too. You've had such a successful career, starting off as a teacher and now ending this superintendency, going to another superintendency. What advice would you have for those people who are new to the field of education? I think it would be advice that not only I would give to those new to the profession, but those who have been in the profession. I think it's important to build meaningful relationships with students, with staff members, with administrators, with board members, with parents, community members. I think it's through those meaningful relationships that we're able to build connections. We're able to build knowledge and skills and connect to content. I think getting to know our students inside and outside of the classroom is extremely important because we build connection there too. So I think the advice I would have is to invest in those around you. Get to know them personally and professionally. And it's through those connections, I think, that life truly becomes meaningful. If you could change one thing in education right now, what would it be? I think I would change the impact of high-stakes testing upon our students. I would lessen that impact because in my mind, that is one of multiple indicators of educational success. I would lessen it as well. We (laughs) agree. So I know for me, when I think about the people who inspire me, you are one of those people, but I'd like to hear who inspires you. Well, there are so many that inspire me. I think on a personal level, my grandfather inspires me. He was the best man in my wedding, and he just turned 92 in January. Even with an eighth grade education, he is one of the smartest people I know. And so I look to him for wisdom. 
My mom inspires me uh, with her strong work ethic and uh, her constant love of her children. Uh, That inspires me. On a professional level and really a personal level, our students inspire me each and every day. They are so intelligent. They are so articulate. Their understanding, their breadth of knowledge, their skills are well beyond where I was at their age. I can't believe some of their accomplishments are real. It's beyond imagination what they are able to accomplish. My colleagues inspire me. I have never worked with a better administrative team than the one I have now. And so I look to them uh, for inspiration. Our teaching staff members, they are incredible examples of, of inspiration. Uh, so there are so many around me. I've been very fortunate to be surrounded by people that inspire me on a daily basis. Who is a thought provoker for you? Well, I would first look to my administrative team. They're constantly challenging my opinions and my assertions. As you look at one of my favorite authors, I'm a big fan of Patrick Lencioni, The Five Dysfunctions of a Team, Silos, Politics, and Turf Wars are some of his most notable works. What is one of your favorite memories from Indian Hill? I know there's many. It's hard to pick. Well, I would say the most meaningful memories come from the relationships that I have built with people. It's through the experiences that we've had together, striving for an accomplishment or achievement, and to see those goals come to fruition is inspiring. It's fun to see the accomplishments of students and staff, seeing them achieve the goals that they have established. When I come down to it, it is the relationships, the meaningful relationships that we've built together with each other that are so memorable. Last tough question. Do you have some parting words for us as a staff or the students, the parents? Well, I think initially to our students, I would say I appreciate the work that you have done on a daily basis. For our staff members, I appreciate their work on behalf of our students each and every day. They are so incredibly talented. For our parents, I appreciate their support and their engagement This has been a wonderful personal and professional journey for me. I have no regrets about making the decision to move to the Indian Hill School District. It has been a wonderful journey. All right. Time for some rapid fire questions. Okay. Ready? I'm ready. Favorite holiday? Christmas. Favorite season? Spring. Fried chicken or barbecue? Definitely Kansas City barbecue. Favorite hobby? Cycling. Favorite Cincinnati restaurant? Stone Creek. Recommendation of a book, website, podcast, or article in pedagogy? I would recommend a book called The Power of Moments. What do you hope students say about you? I hope they'd say he's approachable, visible, supportive, that he maintained high expectations for me, and recognized me for meeting those expectations. What do you hope your colleagues say about you? I would hope that they would say the same, that he was approachable, visible, supportive, and maintained high expectations. What does it mean to you to be a brave? Well, I think to be a brave, you have to exercise leadership with care and compassion, with respect for others. I think that each of our team members, to be a brave, you have to inspire, guide, mold, and mentor with every opportunity that you're provided. So last question. I understand that you've had to work with two leaders who had very differing opinions. 
One was the opinion of the Ohio State University Buckeyes. Mm -hmm. And the other one was the opinion of the University of Michigan Wolverines. Yes, ma'am. Trying to be a good teammate, I understand that you were relatively neutral, but now it is time to make a decision. Buckeyes or Wolverines? Well, uh, that's a very politicized question. Uh, As I reside in the state of Ohio, I have been a fan of the Ohio State Buckeyes since I've been here. Yet I have also recognized the greatness of that school up north, the Michigan Wolverines. So if you're asking me to choose which side, I would say go Missouri Tigers. (laughs) (laughs) When we ask the question, what will people say about you? I think that I want to tell you that you've left a legacy, that you have left here giving it all that you had. And with that, we are a changed district. And what a great honor it is that you are leaving at a moment where people are so sad to see you go because you have been such an incredible leader for all of us. So thank you for your tenure at Indian Hill Schools and thank you for taking the time to come and share your thoughts with us. Melissa, it has been an honor and a pleasure. Thank you. Welcome, Dr. Mark Miles. 